Welcome to Oh Brother, the podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out, with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, Have Goose Must Use. Ahoy! Ahoy! How is it going? Uh, it's definitely going. Pretty good, actually. <laughs> How do I sound? How? Um, Distant. Try that again. Hi, how do I sound? Oh, that's better. Okay. Well, you said, how do I sound in the middle of moving something? And so, oh. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uncertain. <laughs> Sorry about that. Yeah, I was I'm adjusting things and stuff. Sorry, right, it happens. Yeah, so, so, I just I, wanted to make sure oh. I heard you again before I gave you an answer. Right? <laughs> if you... <laughs> <laughs> you did like, make you. it worse. I appreciate oh, no, no. that. I mean, wait, what? What? what, what oh, yeah. Looking out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am recording in a the professionalism uh, that you can expect here. Yes, that's all. We, that, that's all it is. It's professional to me adjusting my microphone uh, <laughs> while on the call. Um, of course, it's perfect. What else? What could possibly no. go wrong? Yeah. So where are you? Uh, can you? Can you hear? Can you? Can you guess? No, I can't oh, hear. Oh, okay. Okay. Can't hear anything. Noises. Oh so. man, I was hoping I could capture some of the the birds, uh, but unfortunately, I the ambiance, the ambiance of the birds of a, on a back deck uh, near the woods. Um, ah, yes, very recording nice. recording outside. Thought I would do that. Well, hey, no. look at that. So out of we'll doors. Out of doors, because nobody's ever done that before. That's the nice part about it. No, uh, never. This is our first time. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how this goes. Uh, if it if it becomes untenable, that's right. I don't have any rain above me, so no. I'm, I've checked to the left that's, and to the that's right. The most important. <laughs> the most important part of this scenario currently is it's not raining. So <laughs> yes, although it was earlier. Good. My goodness, was it really? Oh. Yes, it was. It must so- have skipped. It must be some isolated stuff today because, uh, oh, we got nothing. So, like, <laughs> as far as I know, I was just inside toiling, just faffing about all day. So, I don't think no, we here. we had we had uh, a lot. It was like a sudden burst uh, of rain where it was like I was driving on the road. And then all of a sudden, it was one of those wonderful moments where it was still light out and sunny, and then it was torrentially downpouring while it was sunny, which means there was lots of glare and you could not see. And then <laughs> everyone's favorite, yes. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna just gonna slow down by like a lot right now." That's uh, a good plan and help. Good job. Thanks, thanks. I thought, you know what? I says to myself, I says, self. Slow down. I did. And uh pretty much as <laughs> we know, the number one rule of driving is to not become smooshed. Uh and so that's why uh-huh. sometimes slowing down is what you need. Well, I don't know if it's the number one rule, but it's definitely the number one goal that's of true. driving. Okay. Maybe not rule, but it is a goal. Maybe I should have said that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the number one. Everyone goal. <laughs> oh man. So 
yeah uh so yeah we'll see we'll see how this goes um i just just wrote a blog about uh the cautions of using retractable leashes as a dog owner so that'll come uh, out tomorrow exciting yeah <clears throat> unfortunately yeah so we'll see what kind of hate sure, mail we here. get from that uh you know what i uh here's my guess i based on what i know about you not a fan right <laughs> correct <laughs> yeah yes yeah here's my here's my okay. uh hot now, take <clears throat> okay uh as a person uh, as a former dog owner yeah rest in peace chuck root uh i would tend to agree with you because it just makes things unwieldy in my opinion <gasps> oh, right that- you know, that is a word I did not use in the blog, uh, but yeah. <laughs> that's a good word. <laughs> Edit time, right? Uh-huh. Ghostwriter here. It's just, it feels unwieldy. Yeah. Me, right? And it feels like, not that Chuck was a particularly ambitious dog, right? He's not like <clears throat> running about, you know, because running is not a thing that small spaniels do. Um, <laughs> but. Like, he uh, he would mostly do like obstinate things. Like, no, I'm going to smell this flower for ever and ever. Yeah, and ever and or just like whatever. And so, like, the retractable thing just like makes even like little things like that very unwieldy. Right? You're not like you feel sort of like disconnected to the dog. I think. Right. Whereas just, we just had like one of those just like normal leash. It looks like a piece of climbing webbing, you know, whatever yeah, yeah. that stuff is. It's just like, it was just that. Like, it was like eight bucks, right? Ten bucks, whatever. <clears throat> and just that little thing. And like, I never even held it like in the loop. I just sort of held it in the middle. <laughs> Again, <laughs> sure. Not a rambunctious fellow. Yeah. So like, he didn't really need to go over there but like wherever he went or if we were at the time of the walker was like okay now we'll let you sniff around the yard i'll just follow you it just makes it easier to be like attentive i guess because they're not like way over there doing who knows what yeah like getting tangled on things you know what i mean like having it just be right there is easy to be like oh hey boom like i don't know that's my thoughts <laughs> as a dog is a uh, recreational dog walker, not a professional here. Uh, just, <laughs> just have walked dogs before. Well, so that's what I would say. <laughs> well, so yes, here's before we get the hate mail. Uh, if your dog is well trained in recall no, and you are in mail, oh no, and you are in a wide open space with nothing a boot to get tangled on or for other people coming upon you. Um, Sure, go for it. Um, you know, but the 120 pound Rottweiler being walked by the 14 year old on a busy sidewalk. No, no, people, stop it. It's not, <laughs> it's not okay. Um, okay, yeah. So that's the other thing, right? That <laughs> it was not relevant to me because my dog was like tiny, right? Yeah. He was a small spaniel, like. 12 to 15 pounds you know but like so if he pulled it's like (laughs) that's cute 
Right. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Where you think you're going, little buddy. Yeah. Right. But it, yeah, if you have a golden retriever and it wants to go over there, uh, I don't know if I trust the brake system in one of those <laughs> little well, things, right? Like to make him not do that. <laughs> like it just, that's a lot of points of failure. Yeah. Right. That mechanism, the spooling mechanism, that is a lot of points of failure. And like, even if like the majority of the time it's fine, there is going to be a time where it isn't fine. And it's no. just going to like give out. Because, like, if you're, you know, you're Labrador, like, this is not even a, like, a notoriously aggressive dog, but Labradors are big, yeah. right? Like, you think lab, you think, oh, there's a cute little, no, 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 no. The dog is huge, right? <clears throat> if it wants to go over there, it will, right? Like, <laughs> it's just going to go. And I just, I don't <laughs> know if I trust a thing like that to not just, like, break. You know what I mean? Well, the plastic <laughs> and the little spring and the spoolie, like, I've never heard of this happening. I've like, I've had it happen to me. Um, well, I bet. Because, yeah, but like, because, I, have, I haven't had it. Again, sure. My dog was small. So like, yeah. if he would have pulled, it would have been like, come on. Wait, right. Like, yeah. well, <laughs> and again, here's the thing. Like, what happens to these things? Um, are they well, are, are there leashes? Are they well cared for? Are they well maintained? No. And what happens to, to plastic when it gets old? It becomes brittle. What happens to rubber yeah. when it gets old? It, get dry, it gets dried, dried out. Mm-hmm. I've, I've had one in my hand where... And the other thing is is the reaction time. Is you think you have a lot of reaction time to put your thumb on the trigger, but most of the time your thumb isn't isn't um or the button right on the stop. Most yeah, of the time you're your th- like poised over the edge. It's right? not like, poised over the. It's down on the grip and further down, and not worry about. You have to reach up and find it, and by that time that dog has bolted what seven feet forward, and you with a lot more, of right, a lot of like yeah, more with fast. a lot of what momentum right <laughs> mass times <laughs> force right like we're getting a lot of momentum coming along here and you try and stop that with a little sudden break it's you know you are going to go forward or that thing will shatter and that's what happened to mine the metal the coil spring in the inside of this one that i was using yeah. i went to stop it and it just exploded internally i was gonna say and, it probably <laughs> just like ripped the spring out i yeah. can't imagine i've never seen inside one of these you can tell me from picking up the spring off the ground but um, I can't imagine they're just like super robust. Now you, know I mean? you can like, get heavy duty ones. Um, yeah, but, but like, but most people don't, and they're really not. Like it's just a a, a coiled metal um, yeah. spring, right? The, a flat piece of metal that's been coiled and twisted up that gives it that retractable, you know, so it can yeah. let, you know go for. But you know, it's held together with plastic and seen you know and stuck together with more plastic they're they're really not robust items uh so they're the longevity there is just a lot um and then there's the fact of you know when you have a standard six foot leash you can have two points of contact on that you have the loop and you have your other hand right if you're if if chuck really started to get aggressive going in one way you could put two you could yeah and you're like whoa i better yeah you you could put what two hands on it Two hands okay. on this thing. <laughs> Whoa. And really brace. Whoa. That's what that was him whenever it was like, all right, time to finish our walk and go eat. 
Put my blades on here and have you pull yeah. me back, bud. Uh, Scampering down the road. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but if you have a dog, if you have a flexi lead, if you have a, a, a retractable leash, you only have one point of contact, which is the plastic handle. What do you reach for, right? If you reach yeah. for yeah. that little little thin piece, you will well, it's get like a, a clothesline. Right? It's a clothesline. Like well, some yeah, are cords. Like yeah, but some are flat. Round, though. Yeah. Oh, they're some. I was, oh, yeah. I guess there are some flat ones. I think but, I've seen some flat. But ones. here's what happens whenever you go to grab that: it what collapses and it basically becomes round. And at which point, it is just a nylon finger shredder at that yeah. point, where it just slice through your hand because you you try and break on that. You can't get a good purchase on that without it slipping. Uh, so. Uh, the yeah. cord one would be worse, right? Oh, yeah. Just like burn. For, I can see the flat nylon one, but the nylon's so thin, right? It's not like a, it's not like a webbing. Right. right. Cause it won't roll that way. Yes. Right. So, like, I just, I don't know. The, just the leash, just like the six foot webbing. I'm going to call it webbing. I don't think that's the <laughs> actual correct, but it reminds me of the climbing webbing used for anchors. Yeah. Right. That's what it reminds me of. Yeah, it's just but a like, flat nylon leash, basically, you know, or Yeah, or but it's like the woven stuff. Yeah. We had the yeah. one that was like woven, so it was like thicker, you know? That's why I, I keep saying webbing, because that's what it reminds me of. Sure. But like, it's easier to carry about, right? Like the oh, yeah. retractable one is like cumbersome, because it's a big, like, it reminds me of like a hundred foot tape measure, you know, that, that spools, you know what I'm talking about? Like the big ones that have the handle that you have to reel, reel them in by. Like yeah. nobody likes using that thing because it's annoying and it's big and it's like in the way and it's hard to use, right? Like if you have to carry it around, even if you're a, if you're going somewhere, you're like, oh, I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to, we're going to take the dog here. I'm going to get the leash, right? Like grabbing a big giant plastic box and grabbing a piece of material. Uh, one of those things is definitely just easier to do than the other one. Right, like, <laughs> well, it's storage wise. Um, also, Plus also, you can I will wear it like a bandolier, right? Which That's is just the fun part. Which, which is the do, best right? part. I love doing obviously. that, right? Obviously, <laughs> obviously, what obviously. you just do. You just, <laughs> I do that all the time. Uh, but yeah, because then what also it is is that it's easier to inspect for damage. Again, talking about the yeah, internal systems of these things, it. nobody is is every month breaking this apart, oiling it, checking for rust, you know, looking for breakages, replacing pieces of the retractable leash. But when you have the standard flat leash, the webbing, and it gets torn or gets faded or starts to, you know, uh, get, you know, does some of them dissolve, you go, Oh, that's a sign that this is bad. I will get a new one. (laughs) But you can't see the internal rusting or breakages happening in the other one. So just, well, I mean, plus like, on the big, just a flat leash, there's less points of failure anyway. Yeah. Because like, where is it? Unless you get it like caught on something and the dog like rubs it on stuff a lot, like it's not going to fail. Like there's only like one place that's going to fail. And that's where the loop on the end where it's stitched where the little thing that hooks onto his collar is going to be. And every time you're using the leash, you're looking at that part. Yeah. So like, it, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's it's uh, yeah. So we we use um, a company wide. We we use uh, something called a rescue rope lead. It's actually made of rope. Um, it's a, I, I don't know what kind of rope it is, but it's beautiful rope. And I love the hand feel on this. It's nice and thick. 
it's not a little skinny thing. And um, the person who makes these leashes from it just does a marvelous job. And that's our go-to because she makes them 12 feet long, but they have two clips on, they have a clip on either end. So you can, you just clip both clips at the same time to make it a standard oh, six foot leash. Like a, okay. And it's but, like a hoop. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Or you can clip one in and you have a 12 foot long, long line, or you can like clip it back to half of itself and throw it over your shoulder. So it becomes a hand free leash. Like it's a lot. Um, yeah. I was going to say, can you just like <clears throat> clip it around you and just yeah. like, does it, the clip's big enough to clip over the own rope. So it like, yes, slip knots around your waist or whatever. I don't know how you yeah. do that. Like, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. I, I do it over my shoulder. So I just do one over my shoulder. So it goes across my chest, like a bandolier, so it but then like it goes down. down. Yeah. Uh, which helps. Um, and then I uh, also, yeah. <laughs> I also use that if I know I have a dog that's an escape artist. So now I can clip one end to their collar or to their harness, and then I can put, make the other one a slip lead and put it around their neck. So now I have two points of contact on the dog. Oh, so all of a sudden, nice. and I still have six foot of rope. So I, I yeah. can still, it still makes it, it nice. Um, when we do our adventure hikes, we use a true long line. Um, it's, uh, it's for long lines. It's, pretty it's a shorter one but that's because here in the ozarks we go hiking in woods so it's only yeah <laughs> you can a, only go so far anyway like <laughs> having a 30 foot or 50 foot long line's a bit ridiculous when you're hiking up um you know a little pass yeah. uh, in the woods so we use a a um a 15 foot long line but it's made of biothane and biothane ah. is an amazing material it is stupendous. It's a, it's a rubberized mesh. So they have an internal webbing structure and then they put this special coating of really durable rubber synthetics. It's, it's not just on the rubber. Outside. Yeah, yeah. On the outside of it. And they coat it like that. Yeah. And man, it's so cool. I love this stuff. It's amazing. And I love that because it's super durable. Uh, you don't have to worry about it ripping or tearing it. They've got a super long life. And we actually got that from a uh, from a, a person. She she hand makes these up in Canada. And oh her, yeah, yeah, I, you've okay. talked about this before, okay. right? Whenever yeah, you yeah. started the adventure hike, we, yeah, we yes, okay. So yes, yeah, so we use that biothane from her, and it's it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, I mean, just but they're standard. It, but they're all variations on a theme of just a standard leash, right? That's what they are. Like they're yeah. not and <laughs> rope. Rope. It's literally rope and a more rope, right? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's your uh your your PSA for the day. About there you go. Use rope. Done. Yes. Got it. Figured it out. <laughs> that's how the best way is the rope way. <laughs> so yeah so that uh that blog will come out tomorrow and we'll get to post that and you know we'll just just see i love making trainers angry (laughs) you know okay so like yeah i don't know like maybe if you're like the only thing you're doing is training the dog in like a small area and like whatever but like still you'd want to use what you want to use walking so you wouldn't want to like use 17 different leashes for the dog because because that's here's the other thing okay a retractable leash here's people go oh i love retractable leash because the dog can just explore but what behavior does this instill in a dog to not listen to you? Well, to not listen to the also, walk. <laughs> also, also pulling. 
a pulling yeah, behavior. Yeah, true, because it wants to go over there. It wants so to it go over, here. over there. So until it, it def- can't, until it hits the end. Of exactly. The- but the dog doesn't know where that is because the no. dog can keep, you know, mentally, the dog's not like, is that 29 feet? Is that 30 yeah, feet? no, the dog's not like, no, oh, yeah, has no idea. seven, eight, nine. <laughs> so having that close connection to you, they actually pick up on your body posture, your, um, the, the community, the secondary communication of your, you know, of how you are tightening your hands on the leash and giving them immediate feedback. So if your dog has bad leash habits or is developing badly, habits one of the worst things you can do is put them on a retractable leash because they they will always pull it encourages they it encourages them to pull and explore because they don't know where those limits are and so taking them from leash to leash to leash to leash to leash system is terrible because they don't know they're like this is a retractable leash you can walk far right yeah that's not happening it's not happening they're smart it probably wasn't that i don't know if this is probably not like the best practice either but like whenever we would let chuck explore like we would let him go wherever he wanted but we would just follow him yeah (laughs) go with him yeah and then whenever you want him to stop you just stop and it again small dog not too difficult right but like it's much easier to control the dogs you know what the dog is doing if you're close to it Right. If the dog is way over there and it starts doing something you don't want it to do, yeah. What what are you gonna do? Right. Like you can't. <laughs> that, your that's, options are very limited if yes. you're fifteen feet away from it, right? But if yeah. you're four, you just kinda and then like boom, boom, done. The number of times I've been walking like around apartment complexes or even around a block and I come across a blind corner because of a, a privacy fence comes right up to the sidewalk in the corner and a dog pops around that corner because they're on a retractable leash, right? And the owner is 17 mm. feet behind them and the dog's yeah, gone around the corner. They but they, yeah. they don't, So like surprise encounters are, are, are a major problem yeah. with these. The owner can't see what's happening around the corner, right? No, no. Or what my favorite, my personal favorite is when they live on the second or third floor of an apartment building that has direct access to the outside. So they go down that external stairwell. The person, like, like second floor, some of these long, some of these retractable leashes are so long that the person will open their door, then stand at their door with the retractable leash and let their dog run down the stairs, like one flight, two flights down, to go to the little grass spot at the uh, bottom of the stairs while they stand there with the retractable uh, leash drinking this, their coffee. <laughs> this sounds insanely unsafe right i think that's the word i'm looking for here is unsafe right like that doesn't yeah really your dog like run down the stairs with a leash on this yeah all these stairs man go outside i know oh and, and they, you know they catch you off guard because you're just walking you're like do it's a wonderful comes it's barreling down the stairs at you yeah and you're like oh there. Yeah, yeah, that's a uh, that's rough. <laughs> so yeah, there's just there's just a lot here, and again, I think the use cases are so narrow as to make them uh, exclusionary to ninety nine percent of the population um, that actually uses them. Like that, that's yeah. where this comes down to. Of like, sure, you can you, yeah, should you? Absolutely not. Right? That, yeah, that's where this falls. Not. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. That makes sense. Ugh. <laughs> Up, <laughs> uh, uh, quick side tangent. Update 
on uh, uh, other side tangent. I heard the bird. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Okay. So see, it's proof, people. I can't mimic that. There's no way I could possibly play it on my phone. Oh yeah. Um, no. In in the back shade garden, uh, there's a goose. Okay. Remember the yes. goose. Okay. Yes, the Mimi goose. goose. Yes. The Mimi goose. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dad was frustrated that it kept falling over. Um, even though it supposedly had quote unquote weighted feet. Okay. So he okay. would like lash it, it to a tree. Stakes on it? It did have stakes, but it then like off, it broke off and it was yeah. unwieldy. <laughs> so so dad, oh, no. dad okay. went full. Okay. <laughs> how how do you think your father solved this? Well, there's a couple of options. Number one, <clears throat> he attached it to like a four foot piece of rebar and just like embedded it in the ground, right? Like that's not out of the question. Um, he filled it with concrete. I don't know what he do. Okay. I don't know. So, so he didn't. He did not fill it with concrete. However, he did. He did set the feet in a block of concrete. And he really. <laughs> so he went full mafia don. Yes. <laughs> set his feet in concrete, and so you look out, and there's this goose statue, and you go down the little black legs, and <laughs> there's just this honk. Of square concrete sitting he on didn't top. Even, like, he didn't even like put the mulch over top of it. Like he, he did not try it up there. He did like, not. Come on, yeah, what, are you doing? what is that? That's his laziness. What are you doing? <laughs> so just, like, okay, that's that. That was a a solution. Day plan. Right, he could do other things like put it away. No, not leave it in the garden. You know, if it's that, that big be. a problem, like just go throw it in the barn, get rid of it. It's okay. Like, <laughs> you know, have goose. You got to use it. That's oh, is that the is that yeah. the, is that the axiom? I that is no. Yes, if you have goose, must use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Goose must use. Goose must use. That's going on the t-shirt. Uh, oh. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the Morris code, ahoy, just across the front. That'd be oh, <laughs> dots and dashes. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Next time you're up, you you have to listen to this uh, to this vinyl. I'm telling you, we'll listen to that and we'll make yeah, pasta. We'll make pasta. Want to hear and, that. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it'll be perfect. It's gonna be something. <laughs> so are you are you fully uh, adapted to uh to, to summer life yet uh getting there right been just doing lots of housework where he's been toiling about faffing about as i say because susan's susan went back to work uh summer school started this week so susan yeah. has gone back because susan is the librarian for summer school and i am not so hanging out at home, doing stuff, you know, doing cleaning things and, you know, just kind of tinkering around, <clears throat> playing video games, reading various and sundry things. Right. However, I did. I was helping her do a thing the other day and I have discovered a solution, right? The Internet has taught me something this week <clears throat> and I want to share it with the listeners because. I feel like this is important. This is important information that everybody needs to have. Okay. So I have come come across a solution online. Sorry, I can't credit the source because I don't remember where it came from. (laughs) 
Okay. <laughs> Some crafty lady on the internet, I think. I discovered a methodology in which you can much easy, easy, much more easily remove labels from glass jars. Gasp. Oh. The bane of everyone's existence. Yeah. Right? You're like, oh, yes. I need to keep this jar to put stuff in. Obviously, if your name is like dad, right? You need a glass jar for things. <clears throat> but you don't want the pasta sauce label or the salsa <laughs> label still stuck on the bottle. Yes. Right? Yeah. So pre- previously, oh, previously one always... would soak in water, right? And try and yeah. do that, right? And then like vainly scrub at it with a cloth or like a kitchen scraper, like <clears throat> something, right? However, wise, crafty ladies on the internet have informed me. Here's what I did to see. Because she needed some glass jars for some of her crafts at school for the library kids. So, here's what happened. Hot water in the sink. Okay. Hot water. So, got a bunch of hot water filled up one side of the sink. Not all the way, just like a little bit, right? Just enough to submerge the jar. Okay. (laughs) Then, dish soap. And white vinegar. And? Juice it up in there. Leave it for like 30 minutes. Label comes right off. Really? Boom. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, there's no way that works. <laughs> Whatever. That's not going to work. That's too easy. Yeah. I was astounded. It just like scraped right off. Like it was like what, and left no residue what? behind. What is this? What's that magic? Now, one of them came off no problem. I just used like a washcloth and just like rubbed it, and it just like ripped all the stuff off, and it was completely fine. <clears throat> there was another one that left a lot of residue. Right. So crafty lady told me what to do. She said. Oh, so she even said, "Hey, here's a method that will work. But if this method doesn't work." Yeah. yeah, if one of the jars is like super gluey, because you know sometimes there is, they're like really they whatever glue they use, it's like no, I am never coming off this jar. Yeah, okay? I need. The, I don't know if you're ready for this. Baking soda and olive oil. <laughs> you sort of like make a little paste, like just a little bit of olive oil, baking soda, like make a paste, and I just like spread it on the jar again. Leave it for like 20 minutes. I rinsed it off all gone what <laughs> yeah i don't i was astounded i i was like what what because <laughs> that one i was definitely like there's no way that works like the vinegar yeah. soap one okay okay that sure. kind of makes sense i could see but like baking, baking soda, soda and cooking oil like she used some different oil i had olive oil just sitting here so i was like okay, i'll just use that yeah I sort of like stirred it up a little bit and sort of like rubbed it on there with the spoon and I just set it in the sink for like 20 minutes. I rinsed it with like cold water and a little sponge and it just completely clean. <laughs> okay. I have no words. I was just like, <laughs> Susan came home and she was like, what'd you do today? I was like, magic. <laughs> <laughs> I have done magic. Behold. <laughs> My witchcraft. (laughs) (laughs) I was so. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. It really, truly is, though, right? Like, (laughs) 
wow it really is i don't wow. this, my whole life right i'm almost 40 years old my whole life getting labels off of jars has been like the uh, ultimate struggle yeah does it does it this just week. work for glass jars or would it work for like other surfaces well i guess it's hard to soak other surfaces for like 30 minutes but like plastics and other things like yeah, that Yeah, it's hard to soak for other yeah i'm not sure this is just the one i decided to pick because there's other methods like like I know if you like if you have stuff with like stickers, right? And you need to get the sticker off, and you, there's like you don't want to get the residue on there. If you like rub a little bit of lighter fluid on it, it just eats it off there. But that's sure. not really practical, and it's not really just useful to just have lighter fluid laying around for that reason only. Well, I mean, you know, depending like, on what I you mean, you know, <laughs> what kind what kind of you live. Yeah, you know? this is this. Yeah, so uh, you know this this worked for removing some labels. Off of jars, it's three jars, four jars. Mm. It worked. Yeah, it so. definitely seems like a uh, like a um, like a batch kind of solution. Yeah. It's much easier to do it. Yeah, you don't want to like you don't want to you want to like save up. You don't want to do like one at a time. That's like an impractical use of resources. Mm. You know, wasting too much vinegar be too bad. <laughs> but like, <clears throat> I don't know if it would work for plastic. Like, if you want the bottle, like the label off of like a plastic bottle. I don't know. I mean, I'm a, I, I, I probably work. I don't know. I don't see any reason the vinegar would have an adverse effect on the plastic. But unconfirmed whether or not it works on plastic bottles. But for glass ones, worked a treat. A treat, I say. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah, so I... uh. Because I'm, I'm picturing. Uh, uh, okay, name a movie where uh, this this type of information is useful. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know why I remember this, but in the movie, holes, I don't know. Holes, no, 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 no. It's this, uh, Catch Me If You Can, where he removes oh, really, uh, the labels. I was about storing things in jars. Oh right? no, that's I was definitely holes with the onions. But yes, yeah, Catch Me yeah. If You Can. It's kind of yeah. You know what? You do feel a bit DiCaprio y. Right? Yeah, watching it lift off the surface in the check washing thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did, then yeah. did you apply them to a to a fake uh, check to then go? Cash? I did not. I oh. applied them to the garbage can um, okay. because yeah. it was uh, just a crumpled swath of like soggy paper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, fair enough. Fair sure. enough. One one of the jars, I will say, it had like plastic kind of like a film over the outside of the paper. So I, I left it in the sink for a little bit and I peeled the plastic right off and I let it sip some more and then the paper came off like way easier. It was like a two-stage process. Uh, but still, the, the wizardry was achieved because I <laughs> I was like, there's no way. this. I've tried like all kinds of stuff. Like, you know, people are like, oh yeah, just put some rubbing alcohol on it. No, it doesn't work. Right? Yeah. Like, tried nail polish remover. doesn't work. Acetone won't touch some of that glue. I don't know what it's made out of, yeah. but that acetone will not touch it at all. And the baking soda and olive oil. That's just wild. Disintegrated it right off. Wow. You know, I'm, I'm sensing a new uh, new science project uh, to have uh, your students test different combinations of <laughs> of things to well, That sounds like a bad. We talk uh, in science about you know when you're cleaning your house, don't mix your cleaners. Yeah, I know it sounds like a good idea. That's yeah, right. <laughs> you you know, like oh, this one cleaner didn't get it all the way clean. I'll use a second cleaner. No, 
No, do not do yeah. not do that. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. I struggle because like I want to tell them like what will happen, but I also don't want to tell them how to make it happen. Right? This is the immortal <laughs> immortal quandary of a science teacher, right? You'd be like, listen, uh-huh. this is really dangerous. Like you can make in your house chlorine gas. Right. A a thing that is banned by the Geneva Convention. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. That may, They're yeah, like, and, how do you do it? I'm not going to tell you. I can't tell you. I know that sounds really cool. It's not supposed to. It's yeah. dangerous. It's right. Dangerous. You will just die. So like, yeah. Like, well, how do we know how not to do it? I was like, you just don't just do it. One product mix your cleaners at a time. Right. And you'll be fine. Yeah. Keep all products separate yeah when using like, read the direction i know nobody reads directions specifically sixth graders right but i'm <laughs> telling you if you read the directions on your cleaning solution it will say do not mix with other products yeah there's a reason for that because all sorts of terribly unexciting things can happen <laughs> if you do that yeah right like, like oh. it's very bad <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. Reading labels is important. I I think the one of the first times that was impressed upon me was when I was taking shop class, uh, and um, oh gosh, who was a shop shop teacher? Uh, his very, name, very uh, important. Kugler? Do you have Kugler? Kugler? Yes. Okay. Uh, in middle school, is the middle school yeah. shop teacher? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I he, had before that. I had uh, what was this? Beasley. Beasley. Okay. Yeah, but he. I think I had him seventh grade and then eighth grade. And it was Kugler, maybe. Anyway, okay. Continue. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, we. I remember him showing us like we were learning about the drill press and this stuff, and he like just casually grabbed a spray bot can bottle and was like, "Read the label," and. It was like one of the first times. Like I've used spray cans before, but actually looking at it, like there's a section on there that tells you don't. Don't put this under a drill press. And I remember at the time being like, why would anybody do that? Like, why would you have to tell people not to do that? But he was like, it's on there because people did that. <laughs> and it's bad <laughs> to do that. So don't. Imagine having a pressurized canister. Yeah. <laughs> and then it becoming depressurized instantaneously. It, it, <laughs> It was of like like sometimes like one it's like one of those moments in my life where like you just kind of you see a little bit more of the world right where you're like okay like when you're growing up you have those moments where you just see just a little bit more behind the curtain of the greater world around you this is definitely a definitive moment in my life and being like oh okay (laughs) like that that like broader humanity here. Like it's like when you read about those like those lists of like laws, like funny laws in each state, and you realize that there's a law in Florida that you can't tie an alligator to a fire hydrant, and you have to make this. You realize, wait, that means somebody tied an alligator to a fire hydrant, (laughs) and something bad happened, right? Like yes, (laughs) yeah, you realize. Wait, <laughs> hold on. Why? Or like, there's just weird ones, right? Like when you read those lists, you're like, "Ha ha, this is funny," but then your brain clicks over and goes, 
Somebody did that. That's yeah. why this is written down here. Yeah. Somebody, somebody did that and got hurt. Did that. Or, right? Like why? that's. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> somebody. Yeah. And I, and I think about that more broad, more, more, um, personally, let's bring it home here about a little bit of like, you know, uh, I, I'm not a huge risk taker. Um, I, I tend to be more you know, reserved in those things. But as I've gotten older, it's mostly because, you know, I don't want to have to put those act, like something on a form <laughs> while I'm getting you know, care or, or reporting to the police. You know, it's like, no, no. Think, like, so but now it's like, me, okay. sir, what happened? Well, <laughs> exactly. You're not going to believe this. But. <laughs> I had this alligator, right? <laughs> right. It's like, like, no, no, no. I'm like, I'm, what if I, anytime I just, I just run that past the form test and I'm like, would this look good on a form? Like out of context? Like, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> there Sir, we go. Why were you, can you explain to me again why the mule was in the bathtub? Like, yeah. mm. <laughs> okay. Like, let me start over. Let's yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. I think I lost you there. Now you see the thing here. Exactly. Like it's just, <laughs> so, I think it's a good rule to live by. Like, just think about like, if I had to report this on a form, like if I was, if I was sitting in the ER filling out paperwork, would I want to write this down? <laughs> If not, maybe don't do it. Right? It's uh, that's true, I think. right? Don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the form law. Yeah, we're gonna call that. It should be an internet rule, like the form law. So, for example, I was just doing some googling while you were speaking. Did you know that in Missouri, it is illegal to drive with an uncaged bear? There you go. There's some information for you. Again, it's important to like really think about the context that this came up. Yeah. Why? Why? What? <laughs> I just don't. I don't know. It's because. <laughs> But that you know, but then you go, okay, I have this bear. Like okay, I have a cage. I can just you know it's like how quickly cage, that becomes fine, legal. Right. Totally fine. <laughs> like probably it's not, not totally fine. It's not like it's not it's like you can't transport a bear. It's just like make sure it's covered. And you're like, like oh, that's terrifying. Make sure it's caged. <laughs> No and I guarantee bears here. I guarantee you that is not a law that they have revisited and really refined because that's a, true. Part of the part that, of the process of the, of making a law is you make one, it gets challenged in court, they refine it, or they have to change the language, or they make amendments. Like I wonder how many amendments are in the uncaged bear transport law. Like well, really, also <laughs> like uh, some also the reason that some of these show up too is like these were a law that they were written in like. 1860 and then th nobody revisited them ever and like most people don't even know they exist they just showed up in an audit one year and then somebody put them on the internet like bro that's weird look at that yeah like that's <laughs> yeah. which but they're just <laughs> sitting there like just obsolete law because our government doesn't function just swimmingly all the time right where they're like shocking they don't do things say like that it's review things they've done before and or per you know, they're perfect every time. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. One and done, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. 
these laws just sit around for forever and even though they're like obsolete and sometimes they reference things that you're like what like no it's just still there because nobody has the time or effort to do anything about it <laughs> so there's just these weird random things that are like because you know, if they re- went and re- uh, revisited the the bear transportation law, right? They're going to go, do we take this off the books or do we keep it? And they're going to be like, why would we take off the bear transportation law? Like, we don't want people with bears in their beds of their trucks, right? We can't have that. It's like, true, right? Right. So then, do I really want my lawmakers spending their time debating about what structural integrity of a cage is required? And like, like, it's fair. It's, I mean, it might be more useful than some of the things they talk about. So, like, who fair knows, enough. But- okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe they look at the agenda for that for that session and go, you know what? This is the time we. Bring- <laughs> yeah, they're a little light on work, you know. Instead of just taking a break, right? This like- really hammer out those cage dimensions and hammer that out <laughs> what tensile steel of you know strength we yeah. need <laughs> many <Yeah>. points <laughs> oh oh can you imagine although the, it's it's <laughs> oh, go ahead sorry <laughs> could you imagine the the um uh the testimony because a lot of these laws they come before like a committee and they have the, oh, the yeah. experts give testimony about that like i I'm a bear transportation expert. Like, here's what my recommendations are. Like, oh, I would watch that. I mean, you just got to call the Department of Conservation, right? The dudes that like move nuisance bears around and build those traps. Call some experts in from like Wyoming. Although, uh, this law, right? Although sounding silly because we have not had bears in Missouri for a very long time, they're back. So, um, you know, this law might need to be enforced. More rigorously, more relevant than ever. I would more say more relevant than ever. Really, we there was a bear like just uh, close to here, not too long, like this week. It was just like in a tree, yeah, in the tap right here. They were just like, uh, <laughs> it's a bear. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, uh, oh, uh, well, not not okay. Uh, no, I'm not bear related. Um, Dad took uh, Megan and the kids to see uh, Little House on the Prairie town. Um, out. Oh yeah, Man- and Mansfield. Mansfield. Yeah. yeah. Got it. Uh, <laughs> so there, there are a couple find different it this time. Yeah, they did. Okay. There are a couple different parts of this uh, compound. Apparently, like there's the forward part, and then you're supposed to take a trail or take a uh, drive back to the back part of it to see more stuff. Um, they 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 were not allowing <laughs> attendants to walk the path to the back uh, because of a mountain lion uh, with her cubs in the area. <laughs> <laughs> that had uh, that had been encountering uh, people oh. who were making the path not nearly like last week. <laughs> so they were like, "Look, if you want to go back to the other house, you have to drive. Like, we're not going to allow you to walk." <laughs> oh my! Yeah, yeah. So what a what a surprising turn of events that is. That's not very exciting. That's yeah. not when yeah. you want. They were like, "Oh, is it closed?" And like, "No, mountain lion." It's like, "Oh, what? <laughs> come, come again?" <laughs> It's great. <laughs> Not a sentence you expect to hear in the Missouri Ozarks, right? Closed nope. due to mountain lion. Yeah. Right? Not really like just what you were expecting, you know? That's that's a shocker, right? Yeah. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's <clears throat> really truly is. It's like, wow, this is these landscapes have changed. Yeah, we have bears, mountain lions now. Elk. Well we've we've acknowledged that mountain lions exist. That's a big change. Yes. Right? Previously, like they a, were just, they were just what, young males coming out of Tennessee, like something like that. Marauding. Right? And like, and you know, people would send in this footage to like the Missouri Department of Conservation. They'd be like, I captured a mountain lion and 
MDC would be like, no, you didn't. You're like, mm. <laughs> um, I saw one. You're like, no, you didn't. There's no yeah. lines here. Like, um, <laughs> dude, uh, I saw one, right? Like my friend saw one, like turkey hunting when we were in high school. I remember this like, conversation. No, yes. there's no mountain lines here. He was I'm- like, dude, I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Like it was a bobcat. He was like, no, <laughs> bobcats are bigger than you expect. Not this big. Not that big. Yeah. Also, that not, with not, not that color. Yeah. <laughs> and tail. Yeah. Listeners may be shocked to learn yeah. that the government. Okay. Again, we're not in a conspiracy corner here, but they were very like there was a talking point and it was stuck to for years longer than it really should have been. And it was, it was very obvious where it was like, no, here's like a video of it walking and like, here's one with cubs and like you here's another one but they're like no no they're not here they're definitely not here. these are just they're all transitory they're coming they're coming and going they don't live here they're like mm. yeah it is so bizarre like here is a mountain lion there are no mountain lions in missouri like uh, th- th- this is a picture of a mountain lion taken in ozark I'm like no it wasn't like, what? Yeah. yes <laughs> just like the denial of existence like no mountain lions uh-huh. are real there's no such thing as mountain lions. Like, guys, come on. Statewide gaslighting. Yeah, yeah. just like gaslighting me about mountain lions. Like, no, they're not. That's not really a mountain lion. That's just a house cat. <laughs> this camera's just bad. You have no, like, depth perception. Like, there's nothing in this picture to tell the size of a thing. That's just a tabby cat. Like, no, I will. That is a <laughs> I will say now they also have to deal with just the general public. And when the elk were getting reintroduced, I don't know if you heard the story, but like during uh, deer season, a guy called in and he was calling in for what he thought was the world record uh, whitetail, and, <laughs> and it was because he had shot an elk. <laughs> and, oh, no. and the NBC agent showed up and was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, "Oh no, <laughs> dude!" And this was years yeah. before, because I mean, they just opened up elk season, like what two years ago, maybe. Yeah. And this was like ten years ago, right when this where the whole thing was, or maybe longer than that, when it was getting off the ground, and one had strayed, and some guy shot it. It was like, "Look at this white tail! Holy crap!" <laughs> it was like. Nope. Yeah, first of all, it distresses me greatly that you can't tell that that's not a white-tailed, right? right. Like white-tailed deer can be big. Elk are enormous, right? Like, right. It's like a seven hundred pound animal. Like it's a deer. Like, no, dude. Wait. No. Yes. Also, so, again, since the Missouri Department of Conservation, uh, the wildlife, they don't have the best track record of like record of like communicating with people about where stuff is, like. So some dudes probably didn't even know that they were elk in Missouri, right? And they're just like, what the heck is that? <laughs> yeah. They're just like, oh, there you go. So, you know, there's there's reason to be suspect of people self-reporting things. However, when the preponderance of evidence is before you with, like, samples and, like, a body and videos and multiple eyewitness accounts, and they're just mm-hmm. like, it's like, okay, well, anyway. Yes. Uh. <laughs> so goodness indeed no. <laughs> okay. uh. 
Oh, other update from last week. Update on your boy, uh, Mr. Cook, running guy, Africa running boy. Oh, yes. Uh, new video released today. Uh, <clears throat> running with food poisoning. How fun is that sound to you? Oh! Have you ever, no. have you ever wonder what would happen to a person if they ran 30Ks with food poisoning? If you guessed wild delirium and <laughs> extreme fatigue, if you oh. guessed correctly. That was, oh no, that sounds wretched. It does indeed. Absolutely horrid. Checked his Twitter today. It's like still alive, boys. Like all right, still Good alive, job. boys. <laughs> Holy crap! He's almost made it all the way across Namibia. Look at that. Huh. Getting ready to go to Angola. There you go. Fun times. Yes. I mean. Less desert. Yeah. <gasps> Fair. That's probably good. good. Less deserts always. I would say less deserts always good, but the desert is a fair place to be. It's fine. It's fine. I mean, at least when you're in the desert, there's like nothing else that is going to get you. Yeah, except, you know, Mother Nature. I mean, yeah, but like snakes. you only have to worry about the desert. Right. Because right. there's like yes. nothing else there. Yes. Like, is there any other animals? Not really. Is there any <laughs> people? <laughs> Not really. Is there? <laughs> yeah. Is there any hills for that matter? Not really. So Pretty like straight shot. That's a good point. Yeah. So like, there's that. So the amount of things to worry about, like wild animals, people of ill intent, right? Like the number of things to worry about goes up. Uh, Exponentially, right? Like, oh, look, a jungle. Oh, who knows what's going to be there? Right? Like, yeah, literally man, everything. Literally everything. <clears throat> you know, now that I say that, something I hadn't considered until just right this second bugs. Mm hmm. Right? Like, until, like, uh, you know, now <clears throat> stopping on the side of the road at night, hanging out with the lanterns and the stuff, chilling, grilling, you know making food, resting outside in the chair comfortably <clears throat> in a more tropical setting. No, go. this is not possible. Right. No. Like, <clears throat> so the biggest threat <clears throat> once again, not hostile people, not, you know, snakes, not whatever. It's malaria, right? Like yeah. it's, it's, malaria. <laughs> it's, it's our good friend, it's, malaria. <clears throat> it's our, your friend of mine, the malaria, right? And so, like, yeah. <clears throat> really, you know, I hadn't considered this at all till just right now, but the peril of all the, uh, the African travels, right, uh, is potentially getting to a place where it's going to rear its ugly head and be like, surprise, sucker, it's me. <laughs> like, so I don't know how much yeah. quinine he has in his little van. Yeah. But. Or, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the diseases aspects, like, yeah, we, we've been thinking about, oh, the being eaten or, you know, being, um, I don't know, ab abducted as a prisoner. Um, yeah. you know, these things, Burgled, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, but really going, you know, like actually it's just, it's going to be this, the same boring stuff. <laughs> that's going to be the mosquito, right? Always gets you. It's going to be <laughs> malaria, 
in Africa, it's most likely malaria. Could be some other exciting things, right? But like malaria is no joke. Yeah. And it's serious. And it just like even today in 2023, it just straight up kills people. Just does. That's just how it is. So, you know, thinking about like running long distance, you know, probably not, you know, plus he's just been sick already. So like mm. nutrition is not there, right? Immune system compromised, already not doing great, dehydrated, definitely. Uh, blood sugar, probably a mess, right? <clears throat> Running into mosquito territory. This is bad news. <clears throat> I'm worried about old Russ. That's what I'm going to say. Worried about our boy Russell. Okay. Good. Yeah. <laughs> not coming to this strong. Hope you got your shots, buddy. <clears throat> Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, they do have certain requirements for overseas travel. Um, but yeah. And traveling to a lot of those nations require like vaccinations for that stuff. Yeah. But still, uh, people get it anyway. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, yeah, some of that stuff is so gnarly. Right. Like it's so, so nuts. I was reading this book. Right. Sorry. Tangent here. I was reading a book called, hold on. I'm going to turn around briefly to look at my bookshelf because it's behind me because I want to make sure I get the title right. Okay, I'm back. The okay. Species Seekers. Species Right? So it's all about like, <clears throat> it's all about kind of the turn of the century uh, exploration and like oh. the beginning of like Linnaean classifications and all that kind of stuff, right? <clears throat> and it's got a lot of like little stories in there about like all the way from like Darwin all the way up to like later, you know, mid 1900 stuff. And, uh, the end part is all about like when they, you know, after germ theory and stuff starts to become recognized, like the malaria and like the mosquitoes oh. and stuff. And like the, when, when they discovered that, like how the virus transports itself through the mosquitoes, and then that that is like a necessary part of the life cycle of malaria. It's like insane. <clears throat> right? yeah. like the, way, the mosquito has like developed in its little proboscis. There's like a little slit in it. And that is where the malaria lives. It just sort of lines up in there kind of like bullets or like, yeah, you know, yeah. like, like there's like loaded in there kind of like, <clears throat> I don't know. I think about the droids in the, Star Wars Episode One, the battle droids, how they're all like locked in the tank. It's yes. kind of like that. They're just sort of like lined up in there, and every time the mosquito bites something, it's just like, like yeah. go, like. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it's really distressing to think about, right? Like, it's <laughs> yeah, not a pleasant one. They're just all like locked and loaded, ready to kill you, basically. No, oh, fun. Well, joy. Joy of joys. Mm. Yeah. So we'll continue okay. following. I'm our boy. Right. We should tag him. We should tag him in this episode. Okay. What's up, Russ? <laughs> um, <clears throat> just continue to follow along, hoping all is well, hoping food poisoning goes away, hoping malaria does not strike. Right. Because that would be real bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. Or any other sort of like fun exotic illness right like dengue fever oh that's a for sure 
Yeah, that's a bad. One. Yeah, that'd be real. That's bad. a bad one. That'd be real uh, yeah, real bad. Huh. Yeah. Well, something to keep eye on. Oh, indeed. Hey. Well, speaking of speaking of books, uh, we have we have a list uh to look at. Um, I think that we do. This is just the, this is the biggest one I could find. Well, I think it's really good. So I went with that one. I okay, felt, I felt that's good. Yeah, I. Uh, f- yeah, fifty. I'll include the article. Fifty on stacker. Yeah, there's fifty. Stacker. There's a lot. Fifty. Yeah. Some of these, I feel like a lot of the. There's a lot of them that are like Shakespeare. So I figured we can just cut those out. Number one, I think I've read all of them. And show that's the other problem. The problem I was having with these lists, and the reason that I talked to Colin uh, offline a little bit was, I was like, I what? Or in the last week we talked about it a little bit too, too right? It was like, what what criteria do you want? Because I've read a lot of these now, <laughs> and and so I'm <clears throat> I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Well, so we we we, we ran we into the here, right? Like we've read a lot of these, uh, or um, yeah. So. I'm knowing that well, I, I hate I'm, Oscar Wilde, and so I just won't read anything by. <laughs> right. Well, that's why uh, we were going to read uh, what? No, not, not Great Great Gatsby. Uh, it was uh, Catcher in the Rye for Aaron. Is that the one that we need to read for him, or is it? Uh, which one <clears> no, Aaron doesn't like Great Gatsby. Great Gatsby. I think one of the only ones on this list I haven't read is Catcher in the Rye. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and then some of these as I was scrolling, and then they lied to like, Aaron and told him that we picked. Oh yes, yeah. And then, well, then some of these I was scrolling, and I was like, you know, I was like, oh, I got to 1984, and I was like, nah, I don't want to read that right now. (laughs) There's also some of these that just like that's true too, right? We have to think about like there are some of these that are quite heavy, and I'm just not interested in dealing with that, right? Yes, the world is tough enough right now without me reading like like 1984. Right. Yeah, or brave or new like world. animal farm right? yeah i've like, read those already but like oh yeah but yeah this is not the time and place to be reading brave new world I just <laughs> don't want to do that <clears throat> right call me what you will but i feel like that's just not what i need in my life right now <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not <clears throat> yeah it's like oh flowers for algernon like oh yeah i mean so i where, where where was it i was looking through this the other day and i or not the other day you literally sent it today so i did <laughs> i pre- no i sent it like monday maybe oh that's right right right, right. Or, yeah. i sent it over the weekend i can't yes. remember when yeah and there's so many billy shakespeare's on here yeah i <laughs> there is but i mean then you know unless you want to read some more billiam uh I feel like a lot of those I know we've read because, like, I think in high school you're required to read basically all of them. All so of them. Like, <laughs> yes. Us. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. I really. Um. I had two here, and. Okay. Uh. So. <laughs> and I don't know how fair one of them is. Um. So. Uh. I. I had two that stood out to me. And I think uh, one of them is just because it's like literally right at my wheelhouse. And I, I read this book exactly once. And then uh, 
but it's just it's something that's really stuck with me and I, I do remember enjoying it um but it's been a long time and then the other one i mean both of them what i just said it goes for both of these books uh, <laughs> so i'll just go ahead and say the two that were okay. on my list were actually uh frankenstein the 1818 okay. text um or we can find some variation of it, it says the 1818 text on this i don't we you know we can find one um by, yeah by mary okay and then the other okay. one the other one uh i think because it's just i went for like one that I know I'm going to enjoy, uh, and that like, like that's not going to be like a ugh kind of one is actually The Hobbit. Now I know that's like you're on a a big uh R uh Tolkien uh kick and lots of things, and that might be a little too on the nose for what we do here. But I will say that those those two really stuck out to me as far as like those would be I think both really enjoyable. Uh, even though Frankenstein is a very weird enjoyable thing but it's like in the grand scheme of things it's like it's fun so anyway that's that's where my brain went for both of those uh you know i would criticize you and tell you that you're taking the easy road and all that stuff except for that's basically where my mind went as well um (laughs) i was very similar on there like i was reading this list and like i said like there's some that are quite like I'm just not, I don't really feel like this show is the best place to be tackling some of uh, these issues on here because we're all about like lightheartedness and fun. And even though we did The Outsiders, right, it's like coming of age and we found some things to be joyous about there, right? Like egg sandwiches. It's just like egg sandwiches, right? That's, hey, also side note, I put some of that sweet chili sauce on my egg sandwich this morning. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, this is like this is life-changing material okay i put high sweet chili sauce on my wow. egg sandwich just like a little bit yeah, yeah. it's delicious it's amazing all right anyway. uh. uh so like i feel like just like thematically there is some things that just like don't fit our vibe you know what i mean well and, and so like quick comment on that this is the 50, the title of this is 50 <clears throat> classics from almost everyone's high school reading list. 49, 47 yeah. of these are like mega depressing, like heavy, heavy things. I mean, like, yeah, they're all like, I mean, I read a bunch of these in high school, right? Uh, yeah. You know, what's not just a happy, fun book to be reading your freshman year. Uh, Lord of the Flies, right? That's yeah. just like a yeah. fun fun time right so like we're like their eyes were watching god oh it tackles issues of racism sexism segregation it's like oh wow that's okay yeah Yeah. all very important Mm -hmm. very important things to discuss and and have opinions on and stuff but like i feel like just like where i'm at personally in my life and like the world state and like my feelings on things like i feel like now is not the time and it's just sort of not on brand for us right like yeah, being like mega serious and like very stoic and things like that. It's just kind of like not what we do. Like even right. our boy uh, that we talk about all the time, old John Steinbeck, right? Like stuff's good, but some of it's like, mm, is that really what we want to be doing right now? <laughs> so, and of course, you know, Hamlet, obviously. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so yeah, I was thinking similar, uh, similar lines, right? Plus, there's a, there's some books on here that I haven't read before, like. Uh, a lot of the stuff by like Jane Austen and the Bronte sisters, uh-huh. you know, 
uh, I haven't read any of that stuff, but like it's also like really long. Uh, yes. And so like, yeah, <clears throat> I don't. That was the other. That's the other thing to take into consideration with this is like just time management and stuff like that. Because I know like you're real busy and all that stuff. And so like the like some of that stuff I do want to read in the future, but like I don't think right now is the time for like a 600 page epic. Um, <laughs> about that. <laughs> <laughs> Because I haven't read it. That's a blind spot for me, right? Like Jane Austen stuff is. And like, uh, I think that's not good because I think it's like so ingrained in popular culture. Like it, it is. everything references Jane Austen. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and so like, it, I do need to read this at some point because from what I hear, people that like it, they say it's like, it's like actually funny, right? Like there's like yes. funny stuff in there and it's like important stuff, but like, I just don't. I have time constraints for this time. I, they're a bit long. <laughs> so yes. we'll keep those on the radar for the okay. <clears throat> so I am fine with uh, either one of those. I think the either one of those two sounds good to me. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, I think we may we may throw this to Aaron to see uh, if he has. Uh, uh, a, a say. Um, okay. I'm I'm personally uh, leaning more towards Hobbit uh, right now, but that's just that's just me. Again, it's okay. So, like, again, if we're going thematically, summertime reading. Yes, Frankenstein is not the first thing. That I think. <laughs> <laughs> what? If we were doing fall reading list. Oh, we'll do right. our spooktacular book review. Ah, there yeah, we go. Right. Okay, yeah. Well, I feel like that. Okay, so like uh, the thing that would be fun with Frankenstein, and the reason it would be fun to do is like we can we could read eventually. This is like okay, future talking to future us here, right? So like, it is possible to like if we read that? Like we also have just like a lot of other experience because I've. There's like 50 billion different like movie versions of that story. Yeah. One of which is Young Frankenstein, which is hilarious. The best right? one. And so I think there's the opportunity for a lot more like <clears throat> cross media discussion in that yeah, area. That's fair. Right? Yeah. Which it could be like fun. It could be like a big thing, right? So we could table we could table that one if you just want to do the Hobbit. I'm looking. I have a copy of the Hobbit right here. It's oh, right there. look at that. Pointing uh-huh. at it right now. Look at that. Bonus points because I already own that book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a copy of Frankenstein. I don't know where that is. Oh, it was long gone. But yes, okay. So I'm I'm down for that uh, for sure. Um, I just uh, yeah, All we right. can set up a, a reading schedule for that. Okay, sounds good to me. Come on, look at that. Look at that that was that. did a thing. We made a decision. Uh-huh. In and of itself. Groundbreaking, uh, uh, <laughs> massively, <laughs> massively <laughs> groundbreaking. Everything's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and we'll start. We'll start that uh, soon, I guess. Uh, soon. I yeah, we'll talk about that because I, I'm going to. I realize this. I'm going to be out of town two weeks. What? Oh. Yeah, we have to talk about that as well. Oh, uh, I'll tell oh, you the dates later. But like, <laughs> I'm going to be on the coast for like a week. 
show. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll... It's like weirdly like a Tuesday through a Tuesday. So like we might have to like figure something out. Okay. <clears throat> well, we can do a bad thing. Okay, we'll do that later. So yes, well that's exciting. Like so if we're doing a book, we could like have a backup episode, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. That's how we, we have to record do. like double time. Yes. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. So I'll text you later with the dates and stuff on that, but perfect. Yeah, and then we'll set up a plan uh, and get uh, all right. Get that rolling. Okay. That sounds look look yeah. how productive all this was. Oh, and there's a back. I was thinking about me. that today. I was like, because I this whole time I've been like, I'm not. Oh wait. This whole time I've been like, ah, oh, I'm not leaving till June. It's not a big deal. And then I was like, oh, tomorrow. Oh, it's like it's not been a big deal until like right now. Like, yeah, I, <laughs> like I understand how that goes. Like I've got loads of time. Things. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I don't. Okay. Yeah. Oh, cool. And then it was gone. Yeah. And then time. So, what time? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, yeah, we'll we'll sort all that out. That sounds good. Exactly. Okay. okay. Well, we'll do that. <laughs> Love you. Alrighty. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. <laughs> Bye.